0: On today's show, FCA saw its earnings skyrocket, while Ford's profits plummeted. LEO Motors delays the launch of its vehicle yet again. And Kia is either crazy or brave, or both. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the automotive industry. And we start out today with some breaking news. Just as we went to press, Ward's Auto reported that FCA is considering moving production of Ram heavy-duty trucks from Mexico to the U.S. in 2019 or 2020. We also learned that CEO Sergio Marchion says the diesel engine used in Ram pickups will get EPA certification soon with a simple software fix for the models that were sold from 2014 through 2016. That's good news for FCA, which also posted good news about its financial earnings for last year. It sold 4.7 million vehicles last year, about the same as the year before. That means it also brought in about the same amount of money, 111 billion euros. But now the magic happens. FCA's earnings before interest and taxes hit 6 billion euros. That was up 26 percent. And it posted a net profit of 1.8 billion euros. That was up 47%. FCA cut its industrial debt to 4.5 billion euros, and it says it's going to cut that in half this year. CEO Sergio Marchion says he wants to eliminate that debt by the end of next year, which is when he will likely retire. And getting rid of that debt will be crucial if the company wants to merge with or get bought out by someone else. Okay, let's move over to Ford, which also reported earnings today. It sold 6.6 million vehicles last year, virtually the same as the year before. It brought in nearly $152 billion in revenue, barely up from the year before. But now the numbers turn ugly. Ford's pre-tax profit was $10.4 billion, down nearly 4%, and its net profit plummeted 60% to $4.6 billion. The company blames a gigantic $3 billion payment into its pension system for the big drop in profits. And it shows that despite big improvements to its balance sheet, Ford is still heavily burdened by pension costs. Oh, look at this. It's trouble for Elio. And we'll have more about that right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. Recently we looked at the top-selling small crossovers last year in the American market, but now let's move up a class and look at the best-selling mid-size CUVs in 2016. The Honda CRV is king of the hill with over 350,000 units sold up a modest three percent. But that was enough to keep it ahead of its Japanese rival, the Toyota RAV4, which was up 12 percent. The Nissan Rogue also made the podium with nearly 330,000 sales. It was followed by the Ford Escape, which posted an almost nonexistent gain. And the Chevy Equinox rounds out the top five, but it fell close to 13 percent compared to the year before. However, The new version will hit dealer showrooms in the next few months, and it would be surprising if the Equinox's sales don't improve this year. Uh Uh-oh, Elio Motors is once again delaying the launch of its three-wheeled vehicle. The car was originally supposed to go into production in 2015, but in a recent Facebook post, the company says it's now targeting 2018. But even that new goal seems to be in jeopardy. A recent SEC filing shows that Elio has accumulated a $123 million deficit and it only has a little over 100 grand in the bank. Over 64,000 people have put in a reserve for the vehicle, which has a base price of $7,300. Automakers set a sales record in the U.S. last year, and while that's good news, it does mean that more subprime loans are being handed out. And coupled with an uptick in delinquencies, it has some analysts worried that a subprime bubble is about to explode. But at the American Financial Services Association's annual conference, several U.S. credit bureaus said there's no cause for concern. One reason is that subprime loans are only a small part of the market. Those worried about a bubble are concerned it could be similar to the mortgage crisis during the Great Recession, but the credit agency says that's a flawed comparison because the mortgage industry is so much larger than the auto lending industry. So even if a bubble did burst, it would not have the same impact. Coming up next, has Kia gone crazy? Does it really believe it can take on the German luxury brands? Lear Connexus is the new application suite in vehicle connectivity designed to deliver over-the-air software updates and more from Lear Corporation's eSystems, leaders in power and data management. Whether it's on television, online, or through social media, AutoLine knows how to effectively get your marketing message to the people you want to reach. Contact Stacey Eman today. Say, hey, don't forget to join us later this afternoon when Autoline After Hours goes live with that outrageous Chevy Colorado ZR2 in the studio. There's a fascinating engineering story behind this truck, and we'll learn about it firsthand from the chief engineer who put it all together, Anita Burke. So join Gary Vasilash and me for some of the best gearhead talk in the business at the detroit auto show kia introduced a grand touring sedan called the stinger it got great reviews but what really caught our attention is that kia believes this car can take on the gt sedans from the top german luxury brands michael sprague is the chief operating officer for kia motors america and here's what he had to say about the car but the kia brand i mean when you pull up and there's a bmw and a mercedes and an audi and you go you got to explain why you bought a Kia. And that's why we think this is going to be the game changer. Because you're, you're, you're right. And that's what we've been facing with over the last couple of years since we've introduced, our, basically transformed the brand. There are still people that are looking at it like, yeah, but you had to buy the Kia. What's the justification? I think now when people look at this, they're just going to say, well, of course, look at it. It's beautiful. It's spectacular. It's bold. I mean, it's, you don't have to explain beauty. Michael Sprague had a lot more to say about the Stinger, and you can watch that entire interview right now by clicking on the link in the transcript to today's show. And, you know, taking on the top brands in the luxury segment is quite a cheeky goal for Kia, but it is making amazing progress. In 2001, it ranked dead last in J.D. Power's initial quality survey. Last year, it was in first place. That's pretty impressive, but, you know, Amongst luxury buyers, brand perception is critically important. And We just don't think that Kia has the brand power to attract those kinds of buyers. What do you think? Can they turn Kia into an aspirational brand or are they just whistling Dixie? Love to hear what you have to think on that. But with that, we wrap up today's show. Thanks for watching and please tune in tomorrow.